Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you're too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is biphobia. Yeah. I almost said kind of like Jean. Hey, it's Jean. <laughs> Just adding a little Parisian like flair to this. You're Quebecois all of a sudden? Yeah. Even the way I just said that, people are going to be horrified. Yeah. Quebecois. Quebecois? Quebecois? Oh, also, okay. Mm -hmm. I need to get this out of the way. Okay. Because I I believe I am getting canceled currently. (laughs) (laughs) And... Uh, if I had to pinpoint things that I was going to get canceled for, <laughs> this is not the one I would go for. But okay. uh, I have received, uh, we received one or two uh, DMs to the <laughs> podcast, and I got one or two personally uh, <laughs> about me having no idea where New Zealand was. Oh, I will say wow. that was past tense. I do now know do where now. it is. Okay. But were people uh, providing you like maps? Uh, no maps, but two people was like, two people were like, does Sean have any idea? Because I claimed that the climate was what confused me as well, because I saw that New New Zealand was kind of, uh, rainforesty. Yeah. And these people were like, is Sean aware that Australia also has rainforests (laughs) and that the coast that like is pointing towards New Zealand has like this luscious rainforest Mm -hmm. and the the answer is no, I thought <laughs> just sand. Yeah. Sharks yeah. on the sand. Yes. Came, sand sharks. What the, what movie is that from? Um, I, I don't I know. It seems like Sharknado or something. No, I have like a weird childhood memory of that. So I think there is like a Sharknado spinoff where there oh, are sand sharks sand as well. Shark. Yeah. Um, yeah, I honestly pictured like a, a desert wasteland with spiders that are like 16 right. feet tall, mm-hmm. um, kangaroos fighting, <laughs> and koalas riding their back. Like, I know nothing about Australia. Right. So. I feel like that is like, to be fair, that's like kangaroos are to Australia what like beavers are to Canada. Yeah. In the sense, of, like, when people come here, they're like, where are all the beavers? And I'm like, I literally have never seen a beaver in person in my life. Not once. Yeah. Oh, I have. I've I seen saw, photos. I saw one in person. Oh, that's really nice. cute. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I do apologize that I had no fucking idea about Australia. I also just like. Australia is so hot that I don't know if I'll ever travel there because mm. my my brain melts in heat. Like, I right. fully can't function in heat. Right. Even in Vancouver when it's, like, 35, yeah. I'm, like, just even dumber and more useless <laughs> than I am constantly. So, yeah, I do apologize for having no idea that uh, Australia had rainforests. Um, but I do know that now, and I could uh, point in the general direction of New Zealand. <laughs> the general direction. Don't ask him anything about New Zealand, but the general yeah. direction he's if got If somebody down. gave me a map and said which <laughs> quarter panel of this map is it in, I think I could probably get it on my first or second guess. If it was, like, labeled. And yeah, labeled, yeah, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm happy for you. Thank you. Um, I'm growing. And I'm this <laughs> podcast is about growth. Learning. And this is my learning. I love that for you. Honestly, we're, we're changing lives around here. Yes. Some people are like, wow, I really learned a lot about myself listening to this podcast, which is shocking, and I'm so sorry. Um, and this is the learning that I'm getting back. So Yeah. Yeah. New Zealand. We're enriching one another's lives. I feel like you need to go to New Zealand now just to like really like cement this in. 
Yeah. Does New Zealand have like a cold winter? Don't ask me about New Zealand's fucking <laughs> I, weather. Like, think you're the I just now? found out that Australia has a single <laughs> <Please>. leaf. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh my god. All right. Well, usually we do this sooner, but Sean really had to get that off his chest. I want to say a huge thank you to all of our patrons and a big shout out to Aiden, Olivia, Liz, Serena, and Kate. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. If you want to become a patron, you can head to our Instagram bio. There's a link there. Um, our Instagram is at I Can Explain Podcast. And if you click the link, it's going to tell you about becoming a patron, all the benefits, including um, bonus episodes. There's a bunch up there already as well as we're doing like zoom meetups hopefully eventually actual meetups lots of fun stuff so we really appreciate all you and also we really really appreciate everyone who has been rating this podcast thank you so much five stars only five stars only and if you rated us less than five stars not thank you fuck you and (laughs) what are you thinking yeah like no it literally it, it irritates me to my core right taking time out of your day well, we we have we have specified that if you were to rate us um, under five stars One. and had a valid reason, I I would probably agree with it. Mm-hmm. But the cowards that just do a, oh, actually, I think we literally write it out. I think we literally have two one star reviews, mm-hmm. and they were somebody who was on like a smear campaign against <laughs> me in Vancouver. So <laughs> and they, they like logged on with two different accounts. I literally was like in a battle with this like psycho person that I saw for a second. And then the exact day, we randomly got to one-star reviews, which I I did love how petty that was, that they literally started a fight with me. I had no say in it. They, like... The, like the made drama. a thinly veiled dr- death threat to me. Do you remember this? Yes, I remember. This. Like this, this whole like, v- like, and I literally was just vibing. Like yeah. I didn't do anything to them. Um. So yeah, thinly veiled death threat. They were like harassing my friends <laughs> under like a pseudo account on Instagram, and then the same day, two one star <laughs> reviews, which wow. I love the pettiness that they went to our podcast like, on know. multiple devices. <laughs> <laughs> I know what'll get Sean, <laughs> and it did. They were right. No, the thing is, if you are listening out there, whoever you are, just you know, this, yeah, of all the things you tried to do to Sean, that one takes the cake. I took the death threat. I was like, yeah, you sure. Ca- you called me about the the one star. You yeah. were like, you were like, we're no longer five. We're four point nine 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 because someone rated us. You like it rattled you. Yeah, to your core. and they're like. Kill yourself. And I'm like, that's not what I'm mad at. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You go to therapy to talk yeah. about this person. Like, they're like, what oh do you want to focus and on? And then it was one star. And there's two of them. <laughs> All right, so now that you've heard how much this really hurts us to our core, um, we would really appreciate five stars. We mentioned it last episode, but we don't have guests on this podcast, so basically the only way for us to grow is word of mouth. If you share us on social media, if you rate us, we really appreciate it. Um, Show us some love on TikTok, follow us, all that good stuff. We really, really, really appreciate it. We're not just saying that. So I want to get into one other topic before we talk about biphobia as we do here yeah um and this is really um also i love how biphobia very important topic yeah and we're we are like... still like 
<laughs> We're like, bye, We're like, bye make, it fun. <laughs> make it fun and wild. Yeah. You never know when we're going to bring it make up. It five stars only. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So we're really doing what these people are clocking us for, which I love. Um, so over on my Instagram page, uh, at Brian Williamson, we, I like promoted the podcast as I usually do. Okay, new episode out, swipe up, blah, blah. But then I was like, <laughs> You've been going hard on the blah blahs recently. Yeah, that's like my thing. I just like don't have the energy anymore. Five star, blah, blah. <laughs> swipe up, blah, blah. I'm on a podcast that's all about talking and I'm just going to like not go on. I'm just going to say blah, blah at the end of everything. Yeah. They're like, No, we actually like to hear what those blahs are. Yeah. I'm like, Biphobia, no. blah, blah. Okay, <laughs> see you around the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so I was curious, and I actually said in my story, I'm curious. Okay. Oh. I'm curious. Truth. Truth. Honesty. Authenticity <laughs> on social media. Okay. Um, out of the people that follow me or watch my stories, I was curious how many people had actually listened to our podcast. Okay. Because something funny that I've sent to Sean before in the past that I always find surprising is we think that we are literally jamming this down people's throats. Yeah. Right? Because... Like I just said, we don't have guests, so literally the only way for us to get out there is for us to tell our own social networks about the podcast. And every hour on the hour, standing on our balcony and screaming. Screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I contribute at least seven hours a day, oh, screaming around my neighborhood. screaming, yeah. I shoot like a t-shirt cannon of posters out every once in a while, too. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, you know what? I... I always feel like to Sean, like this must be annoying because since we can't like find another like natural growth strategy, yeah, we side, go for the unnatural. We like have to like just be like, hey, has anyone listened to this podcast? And I always find it funny because I feel like I'm like talking to the same crowd and they're probably like, yeah, fuck you. Like if I if I <laughs> yeah, wanted heard to your listen, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> if I wanted to listen, I'd listen already, right? Yeah. Um, but then without a doubt, at least once every like three days i will get a message of someone being like hey do you know any podcasts and i'll like say ours obviously because ours is the best in the world of course and they'll be like oh my god i didn't know you had a podcast i've been following you forever or people will dm me and be like oh my god i just my friend just told me you had a podcast or, i've been following you for five years or a good one a is you will be promoting the podcast yes. and somebody will be like oh my god did you just start this oh all the time <laughs> and it's like swipe up for episode two hundred and fifty thousand. <laughs> no and all the time people will be like literally like congrats on starting your new podcast i'm like bitch i've been doing this i'm tired <laughs> The people are tired. The yeah. listeners are tired. Everyone's exhausted. Everyone's exhausted. <laughs> so I always find that funny because we think we're like shoving it down people's throats and like people just really just don't notice. Yeah. Um, which is why it's helpful when you you all support us. But so I was curious and I did little st a story poll that was like, have you ever listened to I Can Explain podcast? 74% it's currently sitting at have said yes. Okay. So 26 have said no. So then I wanted to follow it up. If no, why not? Because... And I said, be honest, because I was curious if certain people were going to be like, no, because I didn't fucking know you had one. Right. Or if people were going to be like, no, because like, I sucks. hate you. Yeah. It sucks. Mm -hmm. Whatever. So I thought it'd be fun if we read some of these answers. Okay. Um, Just to check the validity. <laughs> hold on. I have to cough, but I it's it's not the Covina. Don't worry. <clears throat> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> This closet's a super spreader now. <laughs> super spreader event. <laughs> yeah. I 
to explain podcasts. Super spreader event. <laughs> Masks not required. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So some of these are like what you expect, right? And someone said, I'm old and out of the loop. Bitch, so am I. Yeah. Like, look at me. Have, they would know how old you are if they <laughs> listened to this podcast, ironically. Old and out of the loop yeah. over here. One of the co-hosts is exactly how you describe yourself. <laughs> this is relatable content yeah. for you. <laughs> and then, literally, I got... I probably got, like, 200 answers to the no. Okay. And at least half of them are saying that they didn't know it existed. Okay. Like someone, for example, said, to be honest, didn't know it existed until the previous slide. Ha ha ha. Sorry, we'll listen now. Someone said, <laughs> this is funny. Someone said, who is this? Haven't heard of them. <laughs> I guess because our icon is like two pictures, and I guess they really just don't think that looks like me. They think I'm just promoting someone else's podcast. I love I guess. that. <laughs> who, who the fuck is this? I haven't heard of them. I agree with that statement. <laughs> and then I got a, like, some people were just like savage. I don't know. It's like, oh, okay. Okay. Well, you know. Savage or truthful? Yeah, truthful. You know? The amount of never heard never heard of it is amazing. Okay, and then I had a really good one that I had to screenshot and send to Sean. <laughs> this person just said, truthfully, I don't listen to podcasts with men. <laughs> and I honestly said, I have some thoughts about this. Yeah. Number one, good for them. Yeah, respect. <laughs> Stand up for what you believe in. Mm-hmm. Hashtag... I hate men. <laughs> Honestly, I don't either. Like besides ours. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something in H three. Yeah, it's something that my boyfriend always says that I feel similar to this is that I don't really listen to male artists. Mm. Like it's I would not your vibe, sometimes yeah. there's like an odd song here or there, but for the mm-hmm. most part, I would say it's ninety nine percent women. So I do understand where they're coming from. The irony in this, and I was saying this to Bree, yeah. is that when I. Uh, hear people say oh I don't this something with men or I don't do this with men or the you know men this mm-hmm. I don't really picture the energy I give off as men right you know hashtag yeah. not all men <laughs> <laughs> I am not all men <laughs> this is the only time that hashtag can be You're used leading the brigade yeah, well this is the only one that it makes sense because I was <laughs> says a man yeah. <laughs> You're like actually for me not all men makes well, sense well because I also hate men so like that's usually not a man trade um like I'm always like talking about how we need to get rid of men and oh my boyfriend's my like you know that you're part of that right and i'm always like sometimes we'll, we're gonna have to die for the cause yeah you know? you're gonna have to take one for the team. sometimes you got to make necessary sacrifices and it just happens to be the two of us yeah but when i picture somebody saying men i picture like fishing energy like holding a fish in a tinder photo right like that's the kind of i don't do that with men vibe that i think see this is where i can bring my lesbian expertise to the floor if you and will this is a great transition great transition to the actual topic 15 minutes in absolutely <laughs> and that is that that um, lesbians, a lot of them, like, hate all men. I also love, like, a few episodes ago how you were like, I just don't see that gays and lesbians don't get along. It's always so shocking to me. And then you just say... (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because you know what it is? I almost feel like... With, with the gays and lesbians thing, I think that's coming from a place of, like, obviously, like, I'm friends with you and, like, a lot of um, gay people... And gay men. And so, like, for me, it's not relatable. Right. But I also, like, for example, like, if you came to, like, um, it's not so much in, like, Vancouver, I wouldn't say, because 
unfortunately the way Vancouver's set up and fortunately because it makes it like really cool space honestly it's kind of like there's the gay male clubs we've talked about this many times before and then yeah. there's like everyone else you get yeah. to go to this warehouse one weekend a month <clears throat> so it makes it this like big like LGBTQ plus extravaganza opposed to there's lots of places in the world that will have more specific nights for spe- specific identities yeah. like you know like queer women nights focus nights but like so it's not really speaking to Vancouver and I'm not saying it's a bad thing to have everyone there at all obviously not for me because I'm fucking best friends with you yeah. so like I don't feel this way but I have seen a lot of people like if I went to like for example some of the like San Francisco pride parties that are like queer um women centric parties yeah. if a like man identifying person showed up people would be like why the fuck are you here right like it wouldn't it wouldn't be like uh it would just be, it would literally, I think people would be like, why is this person taking up space here? Right. Like, and I, I get the root of it. Yes. I get, I understand the root of it because like, you know, we've talked about many times gay men have their spaces that they kind of like take over. Yeah. Um, their air time, their just general air. Yes. Um, so I get that, but I do think like, yeah, it goes both ways. I think like gay men can't really relate to lesbians in a lot of ways. And then also lesbians just like. I hate to, like, add to that stereotype because so many people are, like, trying to fight against it. Like, lesbian doesn't mean that you hate men, and that's true for a lot of people, but, like, a lot of lesbians, like, can't stand men. Right. And there's plenty and, of reasons for that. I, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so I think that does actually, I know, Jesus Christ, 17 minutes in. Yeah. I think that does directly tie yes. to some of the... Biphobia. Obscene biphobia. Yeah, That totally. is happening mm-hmm. in our communities. Yes, I agree. Um, And it's... Like super gross. Yeah, I totally that's like agree. the only way I can describe it. Mm-hmm. It's like we can get into the specifics of it, but at the end of the day, it's like I have uh, I have similar feelings about the fucking racism in the gay male mm-hmm. sphere. Mm-hmm. It's like we are supposed to be people that are like champions for all people. You yes. know, like we are supposed to be a community and communities mm-hmm. that are based on like love yeah. and unity mm-hmm. and you know going through shitty experiences finding your chosen family yeah. all this and it's like the fucking alphabet mof- mafia but you're just going to exclude like yeah. a few letters of that not even just one like there's a few yeah, that people few. are like uh, i don't know yeah totally. it's just like so wild to me that within our own mm-hmm. direct community yeah. there is hate over I hate and it's not I don't even know if I would say hate it's like ignorance mm-hmm. and downplaying of yeah. another incredibly valid sexuality totally and it's funny because I actually hadn't even thought of that correlation before as we're talking right now right um when you were like oh that actually takes us to biphobia I was like how is this going to correlate and then now that I'm thinking about it I'm like I've never thought of that perspective of like why there is like so much biphobia within the lesbian communities around the world right is potentially because I would argue that with in gay men's spaces they still have like such an appreciation for women like gay men are actually like obsessed with women in a problematic way yeah Yeah. they're like misogynistic towards women absolutely but it's like i feel like if a gay man like hooked up with a woman or something like that or like even made out with a woman it would kind of be like yeah she's hot and like yes there's that there's own slew of problems there yeah but like with lesbians a lot of the times it's like 
And again, like we do a lot when we're talking about communities and we're talking about problems within communities, this is very much generalizing. Oh, like, super, and like personal experience and opinion. Yes, yeah. exactly. And it's, it's, I'm not saying like lesbians in every lesbian is this way i think i i'm acknowledging that there is a problem like a subset within the lesbian community that feel this way yeah um so i just want to clarify that but this subset of lesbians if you will i think because they're so like anti-man yeah right which again i get that the root for that for a lot of um lesbian identifying folks has like total merit oh yeah rooted in like very valid trauma yeah trauma dealing with misogyny dealing with abuse like all these different things yeah um that for them to separate mentally why someone would still even consider being with a man Mm -hmm. is like is hard yeah because they're like you're in this space that i have like mentally for myself personally and i'm not speaking for myself i'm speaking as this other subset um you're in my space safe space that i've purposely discluded men from my life because of xyz so when i think about you being here even though you're almost like with the other side yeah oh that's exactly how i see it i think that's how it i think that's a lot of the root of it yeah of feeling like it's almost like in their mind it's like traitor behavior well yeah because it's like Uh, Like, the one thing that comes directly to mind is, like, sleeping with the enemy. And I know that's, like, a a dramatization of what is happening. But I think it kind of encompasses some of... That's the mindset of a lot of these biphobic people, yeah. Because as a bi person, I'm not a bi person, I'm just saying. Yeah. um, As a bi person, you can be dating somebody who also is queer. Yes, 100%. But you can be dating somebody who is straight identifying. Mm -hmm. So it's like there are these people that basically see that you're sleeping with the enemy. Like you're sleeping with somebody or dating somebody or married to somebody. Yeah, that's not in your community. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're bringing them into this space and they're not part of it and all this. And it's like, yeah, it's just so... and. Yeah. Then there's the whole fucking added aspect mm-hmm. of people viewing bisexuality as a stepping stone, which yeah. for some people like yourself, mm-hmm. it is, but not in the actual sexuality way. Right. You used it uh, to bridge a gap between two things because it was uh, more comfortable, right. but you weren't ever you 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 weren't stuck, you know, in between. Totally, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. I totally get that. I feel like. Um, there's uh, this black creator that I uh, followed a few years back that was talking about this, and um, I don't know their pronouns, so I'm going to refer to them as they, them, but uh, they do identify as lesbian, and they're black, and they were equating for them personally how there's a lot of um, black spaces, like there needs to be like black colleges and like safe spaces or like I totally get why certain um, people don't want to date other people. Like if black folks only want to date other black folks, I get it. Like I don't get it, but I get why they would, that would be important for them. Um, And they were saying how it's almost like when someone who is black brings a white person to a black space and it's like that where a white person is dating them so clearly they're like you know 
connected to them and they yeah. know that they're like an ally in a certain Probably way. Open-minded. Open-minded, yeah. all these things. Yeah. But it's still like you're bringing a white person into a black space. Yeah. So they were comparing it to, you know, if someone identified as a bisexual woman, but she was dating someone who identified as a heterosexual man and then they come to a party that's queer pro- prominent, it's like you're bringing a heterosexual man into that space. That's not of your fault. Yeah. And you know that person's an ally. They know you. They know your truth, everything else. Like, But that's, I think, where it, how it feels to certain people within the community. Yes. I want to be careful in saying, like, I'm not saying that's right. No. I just, yeah. I think what we're trying to do here is we're trying to, like, get to, like, the roots and, like, discuss it because yeah. we're also both not bisexual. So, like, I'm more fascinated. It, this is not a conversation that bisexuals have to have to figure out where the problems are. Yeah. I'm more interested, like, as a lesbian to figure out, like, why is this problem happening so, like, we can make this a more comfortable space for bisexuals. Yeah, I'm not coming up that says these are my lived experiences as a bisexual person no. and things that I felt. It's that I have a lived experience as a gay male and I've heard what people have said I've been in conversations and spaces where I've seen this happen I've been in conversations and bars and situations that I've seen other gay men Mm -hmm. directly joke and invalidate a bisexual person's sexuality to their face and behind their back yeah 100% so that's where I'm coming at this from totally and I think it's interesting because even last week we had a question from one of our bisexual listeners who said hey I'm bisexual I want to go to queer spaces I want to go to pride but I have a partner who identifies as a cis straight male yeah so like how do I incorporate like I feel very separated because I feel like how do I incorporate that person into my life without feeling like I'm you know bringing a straight cis male to these spaces yeah and like we didn't really have an answer because like in one hand like you should not feel bad for that yeah but in another hand it is like it's it's one of a few identities well there's endless identities but you get what i mean the pro- the ones that are always listed lgbtqia yeah. plus where the person she's that you're letter in the person she's that right there she's going flood. for yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> that the person that you're dating could actively be without the community like that's the difference for gay identifying folks and lesbian identifying folks yeah the people that we are dating are going to be within the community to some capacity without like Yes. No ifs, ands, or buts. Whereas with... Buts. <laughs> lots of buts. <laughs> yeah. But with bisexual folks, with trans folks, like, there's so many situations where, um, you know, with pansexual folks, asexual folks, where that line gets blurred. Yeah. Where the people that you are in love with could while being totally respectful of your truth and your identity, also not be part of the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. So it, it's it's a weird crossover that I think a lot of people refuse to acknowledge. But even if we just look at LGBTQIA plus, right there, it's like, why do lesbians and gays, when we're only two parts of it, think that we get to have that vote when almost every other identity is like, yeah, we also date people outside of the community. Yeah. And also, like, we accept that (laughs) your sexuality is valid. Yeah. Hey, Gabers. Today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for 30 years for a reason. They 
are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention and it actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in app and it's an amazing value the lifetime membership has all 25 languages so you don't have to stop at one don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time i can explain podcast listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. I do think, I honestly think, like I said, a chunk of it is though that there are people that there are people that use it as a stepping stone, and I kind of am trying to be careful about that because I well, don't... like me. I've talked yeah, about it. Yeah, so, like, there are people that identify briefly uh, or for longer periods mm-hmm. of time as bisexual for safety, yeah. for a multitude of reasons to totally. almost, like, ease their family into it. Yeah, that's what it was for me. Um, and I think people take the fact that there are some people that do that... They take that information and yeah. they run with it. They're 100%. like, every single person is just waiting to be gay. That's yeah. like, I think what a lot of people view it as. Which is fucked, And yeah. it's like, like, literally shut up. Why, like, yeah. why are you speaking? Yeah. <laughs> like, and why are you, like, trying to figure out someone's end game, especially as a queer person to any extent? Like, as a lesbian, I've had to deal with people trying to tell me that my identity is not ba- valid because I have, you know, slept with a guy or because I dated guys. Like, as a queer person, we're all used to that to some capacity. So why yeah. would you try and put that on someone else? Like, oh, I know that you're not actually bisexual. I know you're either straight or you're gay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you'll get there. Like, you've had to disagree with people trying to tell you what your identity is. So yeah. why the fuck would you do that to someone else? Like, it, it's so... It, it's just like so inappropriate on so many levels but I agree because I've talked about on this podcast before that I almost in hindsight feel guilty about identifying as bisexual because I feel like I contributed to that stereotype yeah. but where we've gone with that conversation before is as much as I do feel guilty like I don't think that was wrong of me to do because my reasoning in the same way so many other people's reasoning of identifying as a different identity before you finally kind of like come to your truth yeah. is because of safety concerns is because of or um, like it's fluid heteronormativity a lot some of people, people yeah that, some people you know, are fluid and like then throughout their life they've come into their truth in another way yeah I also think that there's this weird gross thing and I've seen mm-hmm. it on TikTok and I've seen it all over recently um and it it kind of goes back to something that i see a lot of gay men do Mm -hmm. where a lot of people will use like disgust of i'm just saying of the opposite gender Mm -hmm. uh, not meaning anyways generalization yeah um people use disgust for the opposite gender as a way to uh validate their own sexuality 
Yes. And a lot of gay men, and it's so, and I honestly don't know if I did it. I don't think I ever did it, Mm. but I would never do it now, and I still see people my age and older doing it. But when gay men are like, ew, vaginas, that's disgusting. yeah. Or when lesbians are like, ew, a penis, like, that's so disgusting. And, like, I get that some of it is rooted in, like, people thinking it's a joke. Yeah. But if you keep a joke going for long enough, Mm -hmm. like, people think that's how they need to validate their sexuality yeah it's like i need to be disgusted by women to be a gay man yes and you know i just think it's like it's also transphobic absolutely <laughs> and like there's so many there's issues so many layers it. yeah it, yeah and i just think it's so frustrating because it's it's so constant that people keep seeing it happen that it just you know keeps snowballing that way and it's like i had two girlfriends and i know that there's mm-hmm. like a spectrum people are like 100 some people claim they're 100 percent gay 100 percent straight yeah. like i would not i identify as a gay male but yeah. i would not say that i'm the furthest point of that like i'm not disgusted by women i right. find women beautiful like i love my friendships with women yeah. like you I've, try to date me. I, so I'm obsessed times. with Brie. Yeah. I love her pussy. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> just can't stop talking about um, it. But I dated women in high school, and obviously the connection physically wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But I was in love with both of them. And mm-hmm. I was never like, wow, now that I'm gay, I'm disgusted by you. Like, right. that just isn't true. And I think that that narrative mm-hmm. adds to the biphobia because you're making yeah. people be like, oh, well, you don't hate men? Then you're not, you're not queer, you know? Right. You don't hate oh, men? Okay. Yeah, you know, totally it's like that. this weird, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. people are constantly pitting the the uh, two genders. I'm once again using that as a generalization. Mm-hmm. People are constantly pitting them against each other. Mm-hmm. That when somebody's like, oh, that's not, that's not how I, I vibe. People are like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like what? The what? fuck are you talking like, about? Like what it means to be queer is to hate that. Yeah. Or like what it means to me. I think what it comes back to, because like, here's the thing, like bottom line, like even when we talked about before, like the reason that some lesbians might hate men might be completely valid or they might be like triggered by men. I know lesbians that actually like have like fears of men. Oh, these are all valid valid things. And I know you know that too. And like, that's what I mean. But I think the difference is, is like when you start projecting it on other people, like you're allowed to have your own feelings and opinions. Like we all are allowed to have our own identity and validity, but like, That doesn't and shouldn't feel like you have to put other people's into your same definition in order for yours to be valid. Like, I think it almost comes from, like, an insecure place of, like, if if someone else is doing it different than I am or expressing their gender or expressing their sexuality in a way that doesn't totally fit in the way that I think it makes sense to, then I need then, to question it. Then I need to question quiz it because this person and I know I'm gay. So if you yeah. aren't getting it, like I'm getting it, then there must be something off with you. And I, it makes me sad, honestly, because like I, you know, I hate to bring up TikTok, but but Brianne Williamson on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, when I've talked about, I think it's important, which is why I think you thought it was important to this episode, and I agreed, is that I think it's important on TikTok as a lesbian to speak to bi women. Yeah. Because I think, unfortunately, a lot of bi women feel very segregated from um, lesbians. Yeah. Um, And... That makes me sad, and I notice it when I post a TikTok saying that, hey, bye women, like, you're chill and down and, like, 
come hang out in the queer spaces and you're valid, you accept you, whatever, and however many words I say it in different ways, every time there's a flood of comments that are like, oh my god, thank you, I was so afraid about this, I hate telling people I'm bi, I hate telling lesbians I'm bi because I'm afraid that they're gonna like like me less or yeah. judge me, and it's like, that alone, the fact that I get the most comments on those kind of videos, like if we're looking for a tangible example that yeah. biphobia exists and that bisexuals feel like they are segregated or you know being laughed at or being told that they're not valid or not included um that's it because i'm like the fact that i post a video about being a fucking lesbian and i get like a hundred comments and i post these and it's You're like, like i'm a lesbian but i don't hate bisexual people <laughs> i'm like i've been no, waiting for someone to say this simple, yeah. and it'll literally be like i'm not saying anything groundbreaking i'm yeah. literally saying like hey if like one that i made was like you know, hey, if you are dating someone that makes you feel less than them because you're the bisexual in the relationship, referring to like, or if you're dating people that, or if you're coming across people that don't want to date you, sorry, or I'm just making then, up the or, TikToks in my head. Or, so, and then, the, or. It's very simple, John. It's very simple stuff over here on TikTok. No, the one I'm thinking of specifically was when. I made one saying, if you're coming across people on dating apps that don't want to date you, meaning lesbians on dating apps that don't want to date you because you're bisexual, then they're the losers and, like, they're the immature ones and that's not nothing on you or your identity. And literally, I got, like, 600 comments of people being like, oh my god, thank you so much. Like, I've been hiding that I'm a bisexual on apps. I just put the flag because I don't want to, like... It's ambiguous. People won't date me because (laughs) of it. People and that's a thing lesbians have been known plenty of times to say I will not date a bisexual woman yeah which is just so fucked like what does that mean yeah it's just at the end of the day I think it all goes back to the fact that we as a gay and Mm -hmm. a lesbian know what it's like to feel like our back is against the Mm -hmm. wall and to feel that our sexuality is being questioned by basically the world. Yeah. So it's like you're telling me that people that identify as bisexual already have to feel that way and then they're going to come somewhere that they should feel safe and accepted and loved and people are still like picking them apart like they're some kind of fucking toy Mm -hmm. or like are you are you 50% gay? Like are you like what, what percent gay are you? Do you oh think this God. guy's hot? Do you think this girl's hot? What about this person? Like, it's just like... And you know what? I see it leaking into um, queer, bisexual, pansexual identifying folks, TikToks. Yeah. Like, that also makes me sad because it's like, I don't blame them for making this kind of content because of the, you know, shittiness that they've had to deal with of feeling like people are telling them they're not valid but literally there's like major trends on like bisexual tiktok being like oh i'm bisexual but don't worry like i like the only man i would date is like harry styles or like i'm bisexual but like oh like if i were to draw it on a graph it would be and then it's like that joke where you zoom in and it's like tiny like a little prick of like 99.99% like into non-men and then men is like the tiniest percentage and they're like actively making this content and I'm not saying that might not be some people's truth but I genuinely do think a lot of it is rooted in trying to like 
explain that don't worry i am gay enough yeah. i'm not really that into men yeah like i'm bisexual but not like super bisexual yeah just like a little bit and for anyone to be put in the position where they have to do that and clearly like it's a relatable position to be in because it's like a very popular thing for queer pansexual bisexual people to be doing on social media yeah that like that again says a lot and or even like you know like you know, I'm bisexual, but it's just because I'm married to this one guy that I like. Every other person I have ever liked is is Don't woman worry. identifying. Yeah. yeah, it always starts like that. It's like it's like oh, but it's only because this one person is my person, and everyone else I uh, I'm not. Yeah, it's like this person's my soulmate, but that's the only reason. That's the only reason, and it's like this like explaining like <laughs> yeah. panic, and it's like uh, that makes me sad that anyone even feels like they have to deliver that because like. That, again, could 100% be true, but, like, it shouldn't even come up for someone to feel like they should have to say that on TikTok. Yeah. Like, even if it's said in a funny way, like, there's a root to that. There's a reason that they feel like they have to, like, explain it. There's also, and I think this podcast is an example of it, there's, I think, a way of thinking that people think that their sexuality is, like, the biggest connection Mm -hmm. that they will have to a friend. Right. And it's like, I don't think that's true at all. I have, I would say, just as many queer women friends as I do queer men. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a weird way to think about friendship because Mm -hmm. it's like we have so many and I think we have spoke we obviously have different experiences Mm -hmm. that's kind of you're gonna have different experiences to everybody but we as queer people you and I have so many shared experiences that we can still bond over because we are both queer we are both in the LGBTQIA plus community and that is you know we're Mm -hmm. queer that is an umbrella that that helps unite us yeah like we have a lot of things that we can relate to each other even though that we our gender identity and our sexuality are literally opposite exactly and I think that people view uh, people of other sexualities as they they can't relate to that person right you know that's something that they don't understand yeah and it's like there are so many it's things a shallow that you, way to look at yeah and there are so many things that you would understand about that person if you stop judging them and talk to them yeah for like 180 episodes yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so true I think that a good way to like leave it is that and just saying like if we give the example of the lesbian community itself even within that lesbian subset of lgbtqia plus there are so many lesbians who perceive and express their sexuality so different than i do yeah and their gender identity is so different than i do i mean there's non-binary lesbians there's lesbians who have never even kissed a man there's lesbians like myself who have dated and slept with men there are lesbians that you know what i mean there's lesbians that are like i know lesbians that have literally you know been lesbians since basically come out of the womb and they're like that's not to say though that when i'm on vacation in the bahamas i may catch a dick i might catch a dick you know what i mean like, there's, there's, there's lesbians that have never yeah. interacted with another woman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's lesbians that um, literally have no interest in uh, sex at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe they're aromantic. Like, there's all these different subsets within each subset. And it gets to the point where it's like, there's it's pointless to try and know what is included and what is excluded because there's no framework like we're making this up as we fucking go we're like and queerness by definition should be something that is like 
movable and ever-changing and fluid and we're growing our understanding and inclusive and loving and like d- you yeah, said does not need to be like static and uh, yeah defined, defined. Yeah. yeah wow look at us oh my god i'm gonna finish this off in okay. a very cheesy way okay and this is actually how i feel about okay. it and i don't think that like i know that fucking ally stands for allies when it's yeah. included in you know fucking target merch mm-hmm. and all that yeah. stuff i get that but i think that a lot of queer people forget that they also have to be like their own mm-hmm. community's ally yeah if the, i know that that's like so true i yeah. know that's cheesy but like we talked about in the ally episode that you you expect an ally to be more than just somebody who doesn't hate queer people you yeah. expect an ally to be somebody who like goes up to bat for the queer community and yeah. it's like how are you forgetting that if you you have that definition mm-hmm. for somebody who is a you know straight identifying ally how do you forget that that still applies to you oh my god that is so true i know i'm so smart today i've never even thought, <laughs> i've never even thought about yeah. that either there's that's the second time i've never thought about something today well, <laughs> i don't think it's gonna be the last either <laughs> <laughs> okay well i love that that was very heartwarming and um to all of our bisexual listeners out there pansexual queer gay lesbian trans however you identify thank you for listening you are safe here and you are 100% a part of the community and so loved so thank you for listening and also um, I do want to again acknowledge that neither of us identify as bisexual so we thought this was an important topic to talk about so that uh, you know bisexuals out there aren't feeling like they have to do all the work and like talking against the other communities to like prove themselves That's what, also it's like it's hard to fight the fight when it's just you when it's you yeah so like, like we wanted you know, to add you know a voice to it add a voice from <laughs> you know within the sometimes shitty communities of gay and lesbianism that uh are saying hey no you're welcome here um we love you all thanks for um listening hopefully we did something a little bit right i'm a little i'm worried about honestly sometimes i I get worried i think it's important to talk further in support of other communities but i don't want it to come off like we think that we're talking for bisexuals yes or talking for every gay or every Every lesbian lesbian. like this is our i think this is a a consistent theme this is our our listeners get it yeah it's our our lived experience and yeah like all i want to convey here is like love for love for all love for all except sean when he's an asshole to me well, I love that. <laughs> it's all love That's there, self-love. baby. Yeah. That's self-love. <laughs> That's Sean's, like, meditation yeah, time. Yeah, I'm like, mumbling mm, <laughs> breathe. <laughs> all right. Wherever you're listening, make sure that you are subscribed. Um, following, seriously, it really does help us out. Also, if you give us a rating, five stars, write us a little review. We read them all. We really appreciate it. Follow us over on Instagram and TikTok at I Can Explain Podcast. And if you want to become a patron, click the link in the bio. Um, Um, to join our patreon thank you to everyone who's doing that so far and there's more bonuses along along the way on the way there will be more bonuses along the along way. Along the way, there will oh, be. Oh, speaking what? of reviews, there have been a few reviews since we were like, please review us. <laughs> and <laughs> since my, we begged. Yeah, yeah, and my favorite was somebody saying, ironically, they can't explain. <laughs> 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 they were like, they're never on topic, but it's not about like what they say. Oh it's about goodness. how they make you feel. They'll make you feel great. And I was like, that oh, is hilarious. I, that's the best comment. Yeah, of because for something called I Can Explain, we are so stupid. <laughs> and we do it really bad. Job Real poorly. <laughs> <laughs> All 
<laughs> we should change it to I can explain poorly. I, or just I can't explain. I can explain poorly and very long-winded. <laughs> Let me tell you, I could have made an entire episode out of the responses to my Instagram you stories. You wanted today. to. I, I was going. I was like, you know what? We're going to have to do bisexuality or bi- biphobia <laughs> part two at this point. You know what? Maybe for a bonus episode, we'll review some of these this That's feedback. Funny. Yeah. I'm going to put on my Instagram story some more questions in regards to like actual like feedback and okay. I feel like we should do a feedback like bonus episode that Absolutely. would be funny it's like uh when you uh talk to your employer yeah and they tell you what your your strengths and weaknesses are or like your report are. card where <gasps> the strengths teacher and strengths and weaknesses oh my god next week strengths and weaknesses okay okay, okay. Love, I love that, that. <laughs> and feedback and all this will be in bonus episodes on patreon um patreon right. patreon it's, it's hard patreon. to switch between patron no and you're patreon. a patron like at a store a patron and patreon is... do you ever think that certain people stop listening when i do the plugs because they think it's over like i do that with podcasts and youtube videos when they start doing the plugs like make sure to follow us and stuff so you think it's over so you just click off Little and what they do don't they realize is they get another we'll five fighting. minutes of long windedness after yeah. I start plugging like just as long as it takes us to get into a topic it takes, it takes us, us twice to as get long out to get <laughs> alright until next time we see will you see you around the game <laughs> Jesus Christ shut the fuck up <laughs>